Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, celebrating over 70 years of service to financial advisors, their clients, and institutions worldwide. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. At this time yesterday, it was still a what-if conversation. Now, life with 59 votes is a reality for Democrats in the Senate. So today on the broadcast, the economics of 60 minus 1. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by the Batten Institute, advancing knowledge about entrepreneurship and innovation at the University of Virginia's Darden School of Business, www.battoninstitute.org. And by Progressive Insurance, helping people shop for car insurance at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It is Wednesday, today, the 20th of January. Good to have you with us, as always. I would be willing to bet a substantial amount of money that this is not the way President Obama thought he would be marking his first year in office, with the loss of a vote in the Senate and the ensuing re-examination of what it is that he wants to get done this year. To explore that topic a little bit, we have called Thomas Mann. He is a senior fellow at the Brookings Institution. Tom, it's good to have you with us. Happy to be with you. So I'll tell you what, let's skip health care because everybody's talking about that and go on to some of the other particulars of uh, the Democratic agenda in Congress and, and see how they might uh, get that done. Uh, first of all, financial reform legislation. How's that going to happen? Well, we've already seen signs of uh, bipartisan cooperation on the Senate Banking Committee. Uh, Senators Dodd and Shelby agreed to set up a process in which pairs of senators, one Democrat, one Republican, have been dealing with components of of the bill. And fact is, it would be hard to hold all 60 members of the Democratic caucus together on financial reform if you had no Republican votes. So in reality, I don't think the the loss of that one seat will materially affect the outcome of financial reform. Uh, all right, moving on to some of the other things that the, the president and, and Democrats in Congress said they wanted to get done. Uh, the House has already approved a, a climate change bill, the energy bill. It, it's got the cap and trade uh, mechanism in it. What about the prospects for that in the Senate? Uh, not good, but uh, listen, this is a tough measure to pass with the supermajority in the Senate during times of great economic distress. Odds are it wasn't going to pass uh, before the election. It probably is not going to pass after. What about a jobs bill or some kind of uh, another stimulus package? Well, that gets more interesting. I have no doubt that uh, Obama and the Democrats will press forward with the jobs bill. Uh, and they will dare the Republicans to filibuster that bill. So in the end, Republicans may defect from their party, their united opposition to anything on the Obama agenda, and uh, they may be able to pass that bill uh, in spite of having lost uh, one Democratic seat. Well, that gets us back to the Massachusetts election from yesterday. It was all the economy stupid, wasn't it? Uh, it wasn't just that, but it was a big part of it. I'd, I'd say the 
public anger, fear, skepticism, distrust, concern, anxiety, all of that, not about ideological positioning, uh, overreaching by the Obama administration. So much of that talk that I've heard and, and read today is, uh, is, I think, largely beside the point. There is, of course, a lot that can happen between now and November. But do you think that that economic uh, feeling is going to continue through to the midterm elections? Oh, I think it will be the driving force. Uh, we're not going to much remember what happened in Massachusetts uh, in January come uh, come November. It will be the economic conditions as they exist in the in the couple of months and weeks leading up to that election. Thomas Mann, he's a senior fellow at the Brookings Institution in Washington. Tom, thanks a lot. Happy to be with you. We got a list.